When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the top of the hour, 8 o'clock, here on Coffee and Cream on Hale Varsity Radio alongside Damon Benning. I'm Andrew Rogers. And on the phone lines, another guest, Andy Kende, sports director of KETV. Andy Kende, thanks for joining us. Morning, boys. AK, what's up, my guy? How are you? You know, there's very few people in this world I would alter my sleep schedule for, <laughs> but you are at the top of the list. I, AK, are you sick of me? I feel like I see you or talk to you every other day. Yeah. Like, no, are you man, okay I, with that? I am very much okay, mate. You're a, you're a ray of sunshine, my friend. Uh, oh, fuck. I don't know about yeah, that. I know his feeling, though, of altering the sleep schedule. I mean, the nighttime sports guys, I mean, you you get up at 11 on on, on a usual day. So, so how do you – Well, so, I make sure – Go ahead, AK. As long as the kids get off to school okay, we're in good shape. Hey, how's that modular uh, scheduling yeah. treating you? <laughs> Tell you, DB, it is, it is unbelievable. It's unbelievable. You know, my daughter transferred to Westside, so she's uh, – She's, she's acclimating herself. It is it is amazing how much uh, personal responsibility is in pl- in, uh, in put on the, the student. I think it's terrific. It's it's and degree it, uh, difficulty them, is high. Yeah, it forces the kids to to, to be responsible, and that's just going to prepare for college. Hey, so let me ask you. I was joking with Ar this morning. It, it, you felt like if you stepped away from the television or the iPad or the phone yesterday, you missed something big there was a lot going on yesterday how'd you compartmentalize it and where'd you start well great question um the transfer stuff and the portal stuff and the decommitment stuff and you know this is just part of a uh, uh, a regular transitional phase of a head coach but yesterday seemed um it, you kind of forget about that in the moment because it, it's been a little bit, and obviously we're in a new era, and it wasn't like this, the last coaching change. And um, it was one of those days where in the newsroom somebody would just blurt out, <laughs> Hosman, Hosman, you know, Ernest Hosman's in the portal, you know, or Coleman's decommitted. It's like, oh, my gosh. So, you know, you take this stuff with um, – how crazy, like how you special, know, how awesome the kids would it be to for you to see Tristan trot onto the field for the kids, in a game right? that's tied now, to the, you know, a lot of stress, and he's kicking from the logo right. Maybe they're gonna leave. at, at, at it Memorial Stadium, and he just knocks it through. If a kid yeah, decommit, doesn't necessarily mean he's going to go elsewhere. It just means he wants to open up his options. And I think that we have his tight window he has to fit. Remember these kids were dealing with 18 to 22 year olds. And let's just kind of work through it and let Matt Rule do his thing. And, and um, so, you know, when the dust settles, you know, we want to practice in a few weeks. You know, Monday's going to be crazy with the official opening of the portal. Absolutely. But, um, you know, 
Rule and yeah, Company have a they the have a, a few weeks left to um, do you. figure out this signing uh, class, and I'll be interested to see what kind of kids they go after and finally sign when the dust settles. Yeah, DB put it best. I'm sure building your sports block must have been difficult because of how much was going on and trying to figure out where to attribute time and something that you had to make time for at night was Nebraska volleyball as they snagged a sweep on the hardwood. Despite the slow start, what impressed you most about this group and at what point do you see the roster moves possibly catching up to them? Well, I think what impressed me most about it is that they're able to persevere and work through all the lineup changes. I mean, it's been a, um, a tough road for in terms of um, availability for John Cook and his pieces. I mean, when you lose a Kenzie Knuckles um, a couple days before your biggest weekend of the regular season, that's tough. And then Nicklin Haynes dealing with her issues, um, that that's tough. And trying to get a setter to place, place the ball where you're supposed to place it, you know. And then, and then we find out Whitney Longstein has been sick and didn't practice most of the week. And you still, I mean, thankfully it was the first round, not, you know, the second weekend. Um, they were still able to persevere and take care of business like they should against the Delaware State team who was overmatched in their first NCAA appearance. However, I do think, you know, tonight's going to be a challenging um, because Kansas won't be as wide-eyed and as overwhelmed with the moment as Delaware State will be. But uh, I think if they can get through tonight, get another week to regroup, and maybe another week to get Nicklin Haynes back I, and Whitney Lawson back healthy, I think they're going to be. I think they're going to be okay. Now they're not going to be as good as they would be without Knuckles because I think people you cannot. Um, I think that loss is a little bit of. Um, undervalued at this point because mm-hmm. she's so important to that, to, she's a glue person. And she affects and, um, a couple of other people immediately in no question. role changes. And, and, and she does so many things so well. And um, I think next weekend is where you're really going to see that the, the change in the roster you know, really come, come to the forefront. But we'll see what happens tonight. And, um, and we'll see what happens with Creighton. You know, the Creighton thing is really interesting because they have never been able to get out of that first weekend when they've hosted. And that's been very, very strange because you think if you host, that's an automatic ticket to the, to the second weekend. That's not been the case for Creighton. Um, so we'll see if Creighton can – I think this, this, this year, though, may be different for Creighton because they've got the, 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 the players that can get them there, I think. How about the lifelong learner? And I, I think everybody thinks she's fantastic. I'm sure she's sick of hearing it. But how about Coach Booth, like, just switching it up? Like, okay, let's make you a little more uncomfortable. Let's get you out of your regular beds. <laughs> let's act like we're on the road. Let's do something different. Like, I, she, I mean, is that not the equivalent of a lifelong learner? No question. No question. It kind of – I think, D.B., correct me if I'm wrong, didn't Bo Pelini do this a couple of years ago when they, where they stayed and then they took a, the bus? Oh, yeah, that's Waverly right. Yeah, and, yeah, that's right. Do you right. remember that? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. I don't even know if it worked, but I do remember that he tried it, and good for him for doing it. Um, yeah, but uh, Kirsten is, is such a, a fantastic coach, and um, if she's willing to do that, to put people in a hotel room and kind of treat it like a road trip, good for her. And whatever button she needs to push, she will. 
she's big on the mental side of things. So she knows that although she wouldn't um, say that the, the thing hanging over her head about not being able to win at home is a big deal to her kids, she wants to make every precaution and take every precaution that uh, her kids can be able to work through that. And, um, you know, the thing that impressed me, I was at their uh, selection show thing on Sunday at DJ's uh, by um, Miracle Hills, and I didn't realize it until I read Robbie Anderson's note that Kirsten now um, has led Creighton Volleyball to more NCAA tournament appearances than any coach in Creighton history. Um, any sport. Um, uh, any sport. So, She's an all-timer, and of course she deflects that and, and credits her kids. But, I mean, that, that tells you what kind of uh, person and coach she is. Can I just take a little time to love on Bruce Rasmussen? How about the hires of Flan, Kirsten, mm-hmm. Johnny, mm-hmm. and Greg? Like, yeah. yeah. Really? Who do- I know, right? It's not who says that, AK, but you know what I like to say. Who does that? Right. And, and, and you know what, DB? You know what's cool about that? They all pull for each other. They're all, they're all on the same team, and they openly root for each other. You know, uh, uh, Coach Booth the other day mentioned that when, when they, the prospects of hosting, Flan kind of gave her some grief, like, Hey, we scheduled our schedule accordingly to get out of the mm. get out of town this weekend, so you guys could have the whole city of Omaha to yourself. So that's cool. And hey, I got to put in a plug for us. Foster is en route right now to North Carolina. Uh, he's covering uh, Johnny Torres and the Creighton men's soccer team as they go for the uh, wow. uh, trip to the Final Four. That match is tomorrow at noon. So. Good old Matt Foster, the workhorse he is, he's going to provide reports for us from uh, Durham, North Carolina, all day today. How about that, Matt? Right. I'm sure he's uh, listening to the show right now, your, too. Your homework, AK, is to Google P.D. Pablo, because Matt Foster and P.D. Pablo, North Carolina. All right, it's it's a song. Okay. Don't mind me. <laughs> Google later. Hey, you're speaking, I will of, do that. you're speaking of camaraderie and rooting for one another. We were all at, at Coach Rule's presser. You saw Coach Hoiberg, who's off to – listen, what they did with FSU, and say whatever you want about Hamilton's squad at FSU and where they've fallen, hammered a bad basketball team. They hammered Boston College. The momentum is okay. They get their best player back. Amy Williams was in attendance. Coach Ravel and Coach Sippel were in attendance. It's like – can do you get the sense this is the first time, long time, kind of like you calling the show, AK, <laughs> uh, that you feel like with administrative and staff that everybody's kind of channeling closer to the same direction, same vision? I did get that sense um, on Monday. God, was it Monday? It, it sinks like forever time, ago. Yeah. yeah, it does, doesn't it? It's a lot of people in there. <laughs> Yeah, there was a, it was a, it was impressive, and I, I do think that it has we haven't seen that type of uh, camaraderie at Nebraska for a while, and it was cool to see. And I thought that the you know I know some people some people criticize that it was like really are we really going over the top here? But in this day and age, I, to do something different like that to make it more like a pep rally than a, but still keeping the news conference. Format. I thought it, I thought that presentation 
especially on the um, bat and leadoff, basically to to Wisconsin, which followed. Oh, it was like night and day. I'm like, really? These are the two same basic premises of introducing a coach, and Nebraska does it this way. I, I was, I was, I was blown away about the presentation. And um, you couldn't help but to get a little bit excited about Matt Rule, who came in and just knocked it out of the park. I mean, that guy, he he's something else up there. And, um, you know, I got to admit, I didn't know a whole lot about Matt Rule before um, Monday, but I walked away going, huh, this, guy's a, this, guy can, this guy has a chance. Mm. This guy has a real chance to do his thing. And um, the thing that I have been pounding on, D.B., and you know this, line of scrimmage. Yeah. It's a place that Nebraska has struggled so mightily in the last few years, and Matt Rule gets it. you got to win the line of scrimmage in this league, especially late in the year, October, November. That's where games are won. And uh, I think he's on the right path. Andy Kenday on the phone, sports director at KETV, just following up there with the coaching staff here, Andy. Uh, there's a junior day taking place this weekend. What do you think about that being implemented so early on here with Coach Rule and his staff? Well, I don't know how they're pulling it off. But I mean, good either. For them. You know, that's, that's a pretty big undertaking, right? And for some of these kids, it may be their first or maybe multiple, or it's it will give kids the opportunity to compare what Nebraska is like under a new leadership. So um, I think it's amazing that they're even trying to pull this off so quickly and um, good on them to get in front of as many kids as possible to, to share their vision. And um, DV, I, I can't wait to pick your brain. <laughs> Not only to, to, to hear your thoughts, but but also to hear what you think about what's going on down the road in Madison, because I was as floored and surprised as anybody. And I like to consider myself somewhat plugged in over there, but evidently I I'm as clueless as everybody else. Yeah, and I will tell you this, like from a recruiting standpoint, whether it's been Stanford, Wisconsin, um, you know, Iowa, who's already at, well, arriving at Westside today, Nebraska, I do get the sense, AK, that from a recruiting standpoint, these new coaches that take over, and even in the interim, the number one thing is getting out in front of recruiting. You know, Stanford saying, hey, you know, we'll be here on this day. Uh, Wisconsin, hey, your top priority. Nebraska s- scheduling a junior day already i'm surprised a little that there's such due diligence paid to recruiting when a lot of these guys still have to put their staffs together but when you're Mm -hmm. working in the month of december with the new calendar it's not new anymore but the december early signing period okay i think wisconsin got the sense that they knew what they wanted to do because they're already hitting the ground running like it's it's unbelievable. Well, isn't it true too, DB, that kids just want to believe that they that they're cared for? Like, yeah, exactly. Kids just want you know whether they go to school A or school B or whatever. They just want to know that that school gives a rat's about them, you know. And how do you do that? Just get in front of them. You know, it's going to be kind of awkward at first. Like, hey, I'm coach such and such. 
here's my vision. We really have seen your tape. We've taken the time to look at your game. Tell me about that state championship game that you played in. Oh, my goodness, those two picks that you had, you know, stuff like that. Like, just show the kid that you care and that you paid attention and I think that you know. How about that's how about Nebraska's a good starting first, part? How about Nebraska's first two stops this morning being Gretna and Westside? I mean, right? And and, and doesn't two, that change, doesn't that tell you something? Yeah, Coach Flood and Coach Satterfield are will be here this morning, and it's like I don't know if somebody got in their ear. They're just doing their homework, but immediately, how do you even have the like? What would lead you to believe you could go to Gretna and have an impact? except for you're uber competitive and you're like, you know what, you're going to have to tell me no. That was somebody else's watch. This, we're the new guys in town. Tell me no to my face. Right, and we want you. We would love for you to join us, build something with us. And I think that's compelling to some kids. It may not work for everybody, but at least they're making the effort and show they care. I mean, the first day that they're able to do so, and that's where you're going. That says a lot to me, and I'm sure it says a lot to others. You speak about just caring and showing care. I mean, that just goes a long way for this tenure, this coaching tenure for Matt Rule and his uh, staff. Especially as a staff, you guys. Listen, the average age is only 40. Right. right. I mean, right. you're taking a look at – I mean, it's a young – this is a young bunch. So, officially, you know, Satterfield's 46, Foley's 55. You know, Coop is 35. E.J. Bartha, who I'm kind of developing a man crush here, A.K., mm-hmm. so slow uh-huh. me down here a little bit. I'll tell you why <laughs> later. He's 37. Knighton's only 36. Corey Campbell's 31. Are we seeing a trend? Andrew said earlier, if you're A.K. for Channel 7, he's he's AR-15, <laughs> right? So if are we seeing a recruiting trend? Are we going with youthful exuberance or grinders? Because that appears to be all Coach Rule is right now. Yeah, and it's a young man's game, as you know, and it makes me uh, a little bit sad when I look in the mirror that, uh, yeah, we're there. All those coaches are younger than me. You know, one of those deals. <laughs> <laughs> thank God thank God for Coach McDermott. Um, <laughs> Boy, he's, so, so, so the cool thing about Mac is anytime you talk to him, you feel like you're better – after than before so it's always going to be all good with coach mack no question no doubt about it yeah it is interesting that that um, you mentioned the age and the grinder thing because that is um a definitely uh a definitely where we're trending i think and i do think as we get back to caring and whatever i have a thing where i talk about people in our business the media that there's a there's a characteristic that i call give a and I can't really say the last word, but SH it starts with. If, if you have that gene, if you if you give if you have that give a gene, you can't teach that. And I get the sense with these guys that they have that overflowing in them. You know, they really care about this stuff. And that's something that can't be taught. You either have it or you don't. And it is so important in recruiting to have that trait. Because it is a grind to get up in the morning and go to schools and make those phone calls and write those personal letters and so on and so forth and correspond with these kids that can be the building blocks of your future. And you need energetic guys at any age, but it seems like, and you know, you guys know, 
the older you get, it's, the tougher it is to do your job. And, man, they've got it right now. And uh, hopefully they can keep up this momentum because they have a very short time. I mean, signing days, what, uh, 20 days away? Not yeah, even. Not 19. even, yeah. Okay, so. real, real, real quick. So I'm kind of watching this unfold with with the staff and kind of how he's piecing it together. Nebraska needs discipline. I think they need a little rigor. I think they need a little toughness on the day-to-day. You're going to get possibly Teddy Prohaska back, Norelli, guys like that. Are there additions, in your opinion, that can offset or at least neutralize potentially some of the law Keegan Johnson is out there Arlen Bruce the fourth is in the transfer portal from Iowa are there a are there potential additions out there that you think can offset the stunning news of guys like Ernest Hausman at least putting his name in the portal we'll see what happens with some other guys like Quentin Newsom and Reimer and some other guys that I think well you're gonna have to really invest in uh, are there is it addition by subtraction? Are you ready to play that game in the portal? Uh, I think you have to, and I think Matt Rule said as such. I don't think he wants to make his living in the portal, but I think he's smart enough to know that there are going to be some pieces that he's going to have to go out and get in the portal. You know, and another big thing that we haven't talked about is quarterback. And, you know, when we Ellie French caught up with uh, Casey in the uh, parking lot and did a little interview with her with him the other day, and he was basically taking a wait-and-see approach, but he was already looking at film about the, the new coaching staff, which I thought was pretty promising. Um, it seemed like that door would be open a little bit further than I thought it was when uh, after the Iowa game. I thought maybe this would be the end for Casey, but now I'm not so sure. I think there's a real chance that he comes back. Um, but I think that where Nebraska is right now, and if they do have pieces that decide to leave, I think the portal is fertile enough. And I think the word is out that Nebraska's um, A, a place that's building something with a new coach, and B, a chance that you can do some NIL, have some NIL opportunities, especially from the portal perspective, that is going to be enticing to kids. So while the news that we hear this week is not the you could say some somewhat disappointing i don't think it is um debilitating for the program by any means i think there's guys out there that can fill the void and uh, you know and again i don't blame kids for doing what they think is best for themselves or kids right so got to wish them the best and hopefully they make up their minds and things work out for them but I, I don't think because you lost guy A, that means the program is doomed. I think there is opportunity here. And uh, with this new staff, I think they deserve at least some grace period to see what happens in terms of building a program. I, I think that I think the future is pretty bright um, at, at Nebraska. And I think that they've got a real chance to build something good. Grace, that's a beautiful word, AK. We'll get you out on that note. Andy Kende, thanks so much for joining us. We appreciate your time. Thanks, fellas. Anytime, my friends. TV, we'll talk soon, my man. Yes, sir. AK, my that's your man. That's Andy your sports Kende. director at KETV. You can follow him at A Kende, KETV. A lot of good points there. One of the things that made me kind of sit back in my chair and reflect, though, was 
when you brought up the point on the coaching staff and their effort to go to the high schools today, this <laughs> moment right here seems like, you know, putting a Band-Aid on a bleed that just keeps coming and coming and coming. They're trying to patch things up with the local high school kids. Yeah, it's just, it's just really, really interesting, especially on the heels of, of Coach Joseph and, and needing some resolution there who had had such an impact. Their ability to try to sweep the canvas in a hurry, I don't know how they're doing it, but I'm not mad because as our head coach at on 90th and Pacific has said, don't be late because – folks are coming like a lot of other schools think they smell blood in the water more coffee and cream next